Welcome to the Florida Versus Podcast. You know, I got one for you. Holy cow! Welcome, welcome to the podcast preview on the Florida Versus Podcast. This is me, your host, Peter Murphy. Today, we're taking on Wisconsin. We're going to learn about the Wisconsin cheese, the legend around their most coveted beer, and find out uh, some interesting fun facts about Wisconsin. It's a swing state, but also, more than that, you might, you know, be surprised to find out that the ginseng... Uh, something that's a uh, component found in some teas is coveted around the world. And uh, it's the Wisconsin ginseng, of course. Today, my guest, very uh, fascinating. He's going by the name Chuck, but only because of the fact that his <laughs> the job that he works is uh, is very sensitive and he didn't want to get doxxed and he did not want to. Uh, you know, give up his his profession, or uh, he, he, we're just gonna call him Chuck. Anyhow, he is from Racine, Wisconsin, uh, a fun little town in Wisconsin. Uh, and yeah, we're gonna talk Johnsonville brats. We're gonna talk all that stuff. I, I think we get into a little bit of a uh, politics discussion, and that usually happens when I'm on with a guest from a swing state. I'm always fascinated because in Florida, the impression I always have having grown up there, having lived there for so long, is that everybody is kind of, um, everybody that owns land keeps it to themselves. And so you don't really get to know your neighbors too much and, uh, in too many instances. But then again, you know, there are other parts where, uh, where you do. See, that, that's the thing. I'll get into this more in the next on Tuesday's episode with Matt Ashton. But with Florida, there are these blue dots in red states, and there are a significant amount of blue dots in places like Wisconsin. I'm I'm so unfamiliar with the geography, I'm not sure what those blue dots are. Racine sounds like an interesting, fun place, and we don't always have to draw lines based on party affiliation. Uh, But, you know, in 2021, it just seems like that happens whether you want it to or not. But rather, no matter what your color, be it red or blue or independent, I think you'll enjoy this conversation with Mystery Chuck. Here you go. Enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Everybody gets a song. <laughs> I'm excited for this one. That would be too. So much about Wisconsin is a mystery. Today, let's solve those mysteries together and find out through our mystery guest. What's up with Wisconsin? Tell me about the milk. 
What's up with Wisconsin? Is the beer like silk? Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> Floridians. Nice. Lovely song. <laughs> Floridians, welcome to another episode of Florida Versus. Today, we're taking on Wisconsin. And with me is a mystery guest going by the name of Chuck, a good friend, a Wisconsinite, a Packer fan, you know, just and every- owner. And owner. owner, yeah, exactly. You get to own the team if you're if you're a fan, and you know, just an all around lovely person uh, from the great city of Racine, Wisconsin. Please welcome our friend Chuck. How's it going? Hey, Chuck? It, it's going. It's going. Another a more apt name to call it is the mistake by the lake. The mistake uh, by the lake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I think, yeah, the best way if I had to describe it is if you're familiar with Parks and Rec, it's like Pawnee versus Eagleton, although they want to believe they're Pawnee, but they're realistically more Eagleton, depending on where (laughs) you're from. But either way. So so thanks. Thanks for joining us today. We'll get into Racine in a little bit, but, uh, you know, uh, we'd like to lead off with plugs and uh, what is, you know, plugs up top what's uh what's one thing you want all the listeners to pay attention to or know about yeah man get ready july 16th space jam a new legacy (laughs) (laughs) get out there and watch it in theaters and on hbo max okay fantastic Um, but yeah uh i i guess yeah there's that and then just I don't know. Honestly, a real plug, donate to a local food bank, donate to a local homeless uh, shelter. Just do your part. Be kind. That's all I want to plug. Just be kind to people. Yeah. Practice humanity. (laughs) Exactly. That's the best way to put it. I mean, before we get too much into the Wisconsin stuff, let's let's explore these plugs now. uh, Let's start with the last one first. Humanity. In yeah. Wisconsin, is there, you know, are you friendly with your neighbors or oh, is yeah. it more likely that you don't chat with your neighbor? Oh, no, for sure. Everyone knows their neighbor for the most part, depending on where you live. Obviously, like if you're more in, in like city, city spot, less so. But I think uh, when you're, yeah, for the most part, everyone generally knows their neighbor. You're not talking to them every day. You're not having barbecues with them, but yeah. you're like, hey, Bill, what are you doing? And sure, so sure. you just yeah generally everyone knows each other everyone looks out for each other like but it's not like everyone's bffs hanging out at palm springs on the weekend so right yeah they're civil all these people are civil and uh, yeah you know just just pleasant to be around right that that's the best way to put it civil it's like they could disagree with each other until the sun comes up but they could still get along and enjoy a beer with each other that's how it is there and that's so fascinating because that is it's a swing state do you think do you think it's part of being a swing state that you know politics are not at the forefront of every conversation y'all god i miss that so much so (laughs) much of course so much but yeah honestly like i think no matter where you go you're gonna have people like the hyper polarized like whether it be far to the right far to the left no matter what you're always gonna get that but by and large in my experiences and the people i see and meet and associate with for the most part 
they were always just right down the line, like a little of this, little of that. And they're like, well, in the end, it's like, who's selling me this bag of shit? And if I want to open it up and eat it, that's, that's what really matters. So I think that's, John Stewart actually had like a movie that came out in the last election cycle that I think hit the nail on the head perfectly. And it used Wisconsin as a backdrop where it's just really? like, you pieces of shit come here once every four years, just right. fighting for our vote, and then you leave and that's it. So honestly, that's what I believe the people who decide elections think of politics in the state of Wisconsin. They're just really? sticking the middle finger to everyone. And they're like, it, because when you look at the numbers, it's such a, it's such a, tight differential and you'll have people being like oh they're like like trump only won by like a few thousand votes in 16 and then he like it's like the flip side of it it wasn't even that much he lost by this last round right Um, so yeah it's just i don't know is that would you say that's an outsider's perspective because you no longer live in wisconsin but you were born and raised there would you say that's what people think about when the elections come up or when a presidential election comes up that there's only a a forced humanity through these politicians that visit if at all if at all you know because hillary didn't visit in 2016 right oh yeah i i i everyone i knew who was like crying like that lady in the javits center screaming i was like this is this (laughs) is your fault like you you can only blame yourself it to herself Um, yeah but uh I don't necessarily think it's an outsider's perspective. What I do think is uh, maybe, yeah, I don't know. I guess if I had to really pinpoint it, I would say that's probably a perspective of someone who lives there. I think outsiders yeah. just look at, in my experience, because like most people not, like I'm sure you're like being from Florida, you see this. So it's like, I'm sure there are certain things within Florida that you kind of hold dear and you're like, oh, right. this is good. But like in my experience, I can tell like the most time people care about it is come election season and that's it. It's like, really? Like that's it? We supply you with your milk and cheese. And (laughs) meanwhile, also Wisconsin, uh, the number one exporter of ginseng in the United States. Ginseng? Really? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Really? What? Uh, in In Japan, it is considered a delicacy. Wisconsin ginseng specifically. Uh, what is Wisconsin ginseng? Well, let me tell you. Please. It's, uh, it's ginseng. Uh, I, I, I believe it's a root of some okay. kind. Uh, you know, it's in Monster it's in... Energy, Red Bull. Uh, right. Um, it's also in teas, right? It's a, you, I'm sure you can get a ginseng tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't, wait, how did I go down the ginseng rabbit hole? But uh, <laughs> So yeah. it's, it's actually a delicacy in other countries. Oh yeah. 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 There was one year we had an early frost and they had to declare a state of emergency because it was going to wipe out like the whole crop. The, for the year. All the ginseng plants. Yeah. Man. Another, another fascinating thing about, I guess, I guess maybe rarities coming out of Wisconsin. There is a particular beer, right? Spotted that, cow. Spotted cow. Now tell us the legacy of the spotted cow. There you go. You're actually drinking I mean, a spotted cow right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the ex- here, I'll just I heard I'll you just can't read you with things. I heard you, you can't, can't buy it outside. Of the you state. can't buy outside of Wisconsin. So how do you have it where you live not in Wisconsin any lo- any longer? Well, let's just say I have some connects who can get it to me. <laughs> uh, okay, why isn't it allowed 
to be sold outside of Wisconsin. What, what's the what's the story behind it? I don't I don't know if you knew this is going to get me going down this rabbit hole, but you can blame the government for that and fear with <laughs> restrictions and laws. Okay. Okay. Basically, as you wait, wait, we should also uh, tell the audience. <laughs> Before you get into this too much, uh, your your name is Chuck. You don't. My name's Chuck Johnson. Yes. Right, and uh, you are representing Wisconsin today yes. under a veil of anonymity. Yes. Now, and <laughs> it's not because we're going to talk about anything controversial. It's no. just pr- to protect you know because you have a very secretive uh let's let's just say government government sure. uh, yeah. job yeah. and yeah we don't we we don't want That's this to show up in the wrong place uh so okay yeah. so please educate everybody that's listening about the spotted cow because it is a like a legendary beer it is like when people think talk about beer like oh have you had spotted cow you know like it's it's hard to get because it's not sold outside of wisconsin and it's supposed to taste great. I think I may have only had it once or twice, but, but yeah, yeah. please uh, regale us with, uh, with why it's so, um, so, would, so it's coveted. Just, it's just delicious. It's, it's sweet. It's not overly hoppy. It's wow. just, you know, i tell you what, I'll tell you exactly what New Glarus Brewing Company says of it. Tell Every us. job of Wisconsin's original farmhouse ale is an artisanal brewed and bottled by the hardworking employees and owners of New Glarus Brewery Company right here in little New Glarus, Wisconsin. In case you're wondering, New Glarus is just outside of Madison, which is sort of in the center of Wisconsin. So the University of Wisconsin, right? That is where UW is, yes. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, New Spotted Gow, it's just, it's just a tasty beer. I don't know. Like, I listen. I also think Miller Lite's great. <laughs> but but can't you get in trouble for transporting a keg over state lines? I think if you are in the business of selling beers in a bar, you could in theory by the government. But if you're just, if you're Joe Dickhead and you're like, oh, I'm going to buy this keg over here. Yeah, you can transport it. I think it's the sale, whether it be through a bar or in grocery stores, that's when you'll run into trouble because liquor laws and honestly more specifically beer distribution laws are designed in such a way where it just gives the bigger breweries the best opportunity to get their beers elsewhere because essentially it's a regulated market and they can only sell to certain areas so basically if you're a bar or grocery store you can only buy you cannot buy your beers directly from the breweries or anything like that you have to buy it from a distributor and Uh so those distributors then can only sell within certain regions beer laws are totally messed up thing there's actually a documentary about it that's actually pretty good is that in wisconsin uh only no united states then then how that's not exclusive to wisconsin then how come if I go to say like um, like uh, Brooklyn uh, Ale, like a Brooklyn the Brooklyn Ale House in New York, Brooklyn uh, Brewery, Brooklyn Brewery, yeah, in New York, yeah, yeah. I can take a tour, but I can also leave with a six pack. Well, yeah, you you yourself can be in a brewery and buy a six pack and go somewhere. Okay, that's fine. I think if I recall again, I'm no. I'm not a lawyer, <laughs> so, but allegedly, I recall, yeah, allegedly, you don't know that. Maybe right. I am. Yeah, yeah. Um, we don't want to. We don't. We don't want to get too close to the, yeah, the trail. <laughs> yeah. Stick in my hand by the oven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 
where where am I going? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, you can buy it yourself. I think if you're buying it like wholesale, you're not mm. going to be able to do that. So. And how's the government involved? It, they In, just make the laws by saying it's like uh, you're not allowed to sell X amount to these people, or it's and like that's you what have makes, to do. That's what makes this beer so coveted in Wisconsin. Yeah, you can only get it's only distributed in Wisconsin. It's like I I, I'm not sure if they have this, but like on the East Coast, they have Yingling, great right, beer, right. great beer. But that's only in a certain state, certain few states. I'm not sure if Florida has it. I heard they're slowly starting to migrate because I believe. Miller Coors might have acquired them, but again, the only reason they can do that is because they have this massive, like conglomerate backing them at that point. Um, yeah, grow, growing up, I, I well, growing up, Ying. If someone had brought Yingling, that was like the fancy beer. Yingling yeah, yeah, yeah. blue in Florida, Yingling, blue moon, blue moon. That's a fancy yeah, yeah. beer. And yeah. do you have an orange? yeah exactly put an orange in it we would have we would have that but then you know we would have kegs of natty light or just the cheapest you know stuff you could find old milwaukee oh old no oh no never had that (laughs) but yes from what i understand yingling is out of pennsylvania but they also have a uh, brewery or distribution center in in tampa florida nice yeah, and they've had one there for years and years and years. And so yeah, so that's what that's what made that's probably why we got it. And it's probably why yeah. it tasted better there than when I've had it in other locations in yeah, Tampa. Could, you know? Could very well be. I I you know, I'd kill for a yingling about now. It's been a long time. It's been one week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> since I had a yingling. Uh yeah. yes. And then okay, uh your first plug, Space Jam. Uh, coming out July 16th. Now, yeah. did you see the first, did you watch the first Space Jam? What do you remember about the first Space Jam? Well, let me tell you about the first Space Jam. It's <laughs> it's about a guy who goes by the name of Mike. And I'm not sure if you know this, but he was really good at baseball. You know, he was oh. doing his best. He was, he was trying to uh, make a name for himself. But yeah. for some weird reason, like everyone kept being like, hey, MJ, maybe you should play basketball. <laughs> And then he was like, guys, I don't know what's going on. But then like he met this rabbit one time and he's like, yo, MJ, we really need your help. And he was like, I don't know. Um, But anyway, Bill Murray showed up and then Newman showed up and then the rest is. That's right. Do you Um, think, do you think Bill, Bill Murray's going to be in this next one? uh, You know, I, I'm not sure. He might, he might not. I don't know. What do you, you're right, right. What are you most excited? <laughs> what are you most excited about with this, uh, with the new one that's coming out? Uh, what are you most excited about? Honestly, uh, probably just seeing the the Looney Tunes back in the uh, back in the yeah. spotlight again. Because you think... know it's so fun. It's just like it's it kind of oh man. Looking at the, I agree with you. Looking at the trailer. It's like a combin. It seems like a combination of Nightmare Before Christmas, where there's all these different like realms and lands. Like Nightmare Before Christmas, it was like, oh, this is Easterland, this is Christmas Land, blah blah blah. Uh, and it seems like all these different entities, just like Ready Player One, was so fun to watch because you weren't weren't sure if like the Iron Giant was going to come up or like Wreck It Ralph, like you know, oh, Sonic's going to run by and then Mario's going to run by and all these like fun entities that are either in video games or cartoons or just you know the Marvel or DC universe 
you know, they could pop up and it, like, and it's fun to see them interact with the Looney Tunes. Cause like you were saying, we haven't seen Looney Tunes in, in a really long time. Yeah. It's been a hot minute. You know, the Looney Tunes, I, I'm not sure how you agree. Maybe it's a Midwest thing, but I think the Looney Tunes are very formative for me in my humor stylings growing up. Like, was it the most couth? Of course not. Like that's why there was the disclaimer before <laughs> watching it as a kid. But I think uh, did they have was, a disclaimer? Yeah, I think it like it got to a point where not so much on Merry Melodies, but like when they started releasing the entire collections on DVD and things like that, they would put a disclaimer by saying it's like, listen, we understand that there are certain depictions and portrayals in this. Like this right. was made during a different time. I think that's important. Like you can highlight that while also maintaining like, like sure is it funny for certain reasons no but you can you can anyway i'm not going down that hole you know uh, I, I i get i get you and i yeah. i i understand where you stop because i would also not die on a hill for some yeah, exactly for either some Aren't celebrity you? or yeah an entity that i'm not so closely associated with or created however this is what i think you don't get mad at a picture cuz it wasn't taken today exactly a hundred percent you can't so, judge things in the past by today's standards it's just it's impossible because you'll never you'll never be happy then it's not it's it's not really fair and also like what is this legion of decency that is you know is sprung out lately you know people call it cancel culture or whatever but what yeah. like like it's a moral purification that does not exist it's like a moral purity that does not exist that the closest thing i've ever seen is people from the westboro baptist church you know like like <laughs> yeah some elements of you know what people call cancel culture the legion of decency is essentially birthed from westboro baptist church philosophies and principles and yeah hold on i thought we i thought you know i thought those people sucked you know like yeah what, what, I, I don't i don't get it yeah no i don't get it either i think like if, if if we're going down the rabbit hole of just mobs of people going after people for potentially saying innocuous things i think that like that's just it's it's all performative action and just the way people perceive right. uh how they are being perceived in the world through their timelines and things like that i think it, it comes down to like human nature and everyone has these amplifiers now where they can put themselves into the world by saying it's like this is me but it's like that's not the real you me and you right now we're having a conversation but it's like if i were to go down the street snap a picture on my insta be like hey guys look at me i'm awesome it's like no i'm painting you the glossy version of what i want you to believe so it's so easy to say it's like yada 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 and then just post a picture of it do you actually believe it who knows but i think the main thing is is people are craving those likes people are addicted to those likes they're just feeding on the attention because in the end human nature is we just want attention and then yeah i don't know yeah, like, you know yeah. I, i'm i'm so with you and i hate it to even say the word cancel culture yeah uh, i did not <laughs> right no you didn't but that's that's that you know that's who i'm talking about and it's just so strange to to see people that do not that aren't in i don't know just like kind of like implement their worldview 
on anybody else. Other people. Yes. Yeah. 100%. You know, like, that's the problem. Yeah. People don't want to accept the fact that other people have different lived experiences. And the irony of it all is that it's all about people's different lived experiences. So it's like, you can't go up to like some Joe, Joe Blow in Racine, Wisconsin and say, it's like, yeah. how dare you not believe this? And he's like, what are you talking about? I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah, it's like see, there's, there's the internet world and then there's the real world and and Twitter specifically, they are the loudest. And so right. you're only going to hear the loudest when meanwhile, the majority of people are scratching their heads and like, what is, what is going on? Well, three quick things like Michael Che said recently, which his new show is so good. It's on HBO. Max. I need to see it. Oh, it's incredible. It's going to win yeah. a Peabody award. It's that good. It's, it, it's you know absolutely what else is- amazing. What's up? On HBO Max, July 16th, Space Jam, A New Legacy. <laughs> I uh, love it. A New Legacy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he yeah, said, yeah. Uh, he said, I'll never get canceled. You know, he was joking, obviously, but he said, I'll never get canceled because I can't take a hint. And speaking of that, the two most recent like cancellations that struck me in a weird way were, or, you know, up, up, uproar, I guess, were Elon Musk hosting SNL this past weekend. <laughs> so stupid. Like, why, were people, <laughs> why were people upset about that? I, I can't, I, like, I can't I, put my finger on it. Like, what? What was he? Is it just the fact that he's a billionaire? I think, yeah, yeah. I think it's just a billionaire who trolls people. I think that's why. Oh, ultimately, that's right. in the end, like, does he troll people? Move, I wouldn't say he trolls them yeah. maliciously or anything like that, but I think I'll say dumb stuff. But I think, like, when you look at the business, like, everyone needs to remember Saturday Night Live isn't here to like fucking preach to the choir and have a purity test no it's a business run by a major conglomerate that just wants you to pay it overpriced for your internet speeds and way more than you need to for your content but the fact of the matter is is like they wanted him on here because their ratings have been taking a nosedive he's a lightning rod and so the whole purpose of that is to be like you know what if we can't make people laugh what we need to do is just shock them by putting someone on here who's polarizing to just draw the attention and no matter what so it's a brilliant marketing move from that point. Yeah. But yeah, people, I don't know. I th- people are overly sensitive today. Like yeah. 10 years ago, people like, imagine if Bill Gates hosted uh, Saturday Night Live. People would be like, huh, that's weird. It's like, yeah, two dudes with Asperger's are hosting something. Let them do it. It doesn't like, let them have fun. Good for him too. He's coming out of his shell. It only took yeah. a billion dollars. I was, yeah, exactly. I was, uh, I watched the episode. I thought it was great. I thought it was a great, exercise of writing because it was very challenging to have to write for somebody like that uh and like that meaning somebody who is not overly charismatic or known for performing you know just regular you know not regular guy but like a billionaire that is number focused you know like he lives with numbers he he may not always think about the humanity of it necessarily but you know it it was very well written i thought it was an excellent episode and it was very fun to watch yeah i don't even necessarily think he's numbers focused i i the dude legitimately has asperger's he's come out straight up said it i think he's just like his brain just goes down paths it's like the same way you go on tangents the same way i go on tangents he just really goes on tangents and they're not even vocal they're literally inside of his head so i think like some of the most brilliant people in the world are like that. Do you like, are people going to be like, have their jimmies rustled for me saying Elon <laughs> Musk is brilliant? Maybe, but I'm sorry. Like the guy's sending people to Mars. He's sending people True. to the space station. What that like, NASA's a great thing, but like, come on. Like, 
the other thing is doing things exactly and the other thing i was going to bring up is you know this guy jensen carp i don't know if you've been follow if you followed this story but his name's jensen carp he is a writer podcaster he used to be a, a a young rapper ended up marrying topanga from boy meets uh, world nice yeah great for him but <laughs> yeah. he opened up a cereal box and inside it he found two shrimp shells shrimp tails ah. shrimp tails in his cereal box and he, he just lighted on fire he caught oh my god <laughs> terrified the shit out of me because how often do you look like I, like when i'm when i'm pouring myself cereal in the morning it's too early to even have my eyes open so, you know, I'm not seeing what's falling out of that box, you know, like I'm assuming Cheerios, but you know, if there's like a toy in there or whatever, then, you know, I might bite on it before I uh, unwrap it, but he does. So anyhow, he finds shrimp, like two shrimp tails in the, in his cereal. And then the company said, oh, that's just cinnamon. That's just cinnamon. That's uh, uh, hardened and collected together. It's and he's like, yeah. And it's there's only one thing that looks like a shrimp tail it's a shrimp tail <laughs> and yeah. how the hell does shrimp get in a cereal box somebody no on the line must have been eating shrimp and then you know but eating shrimp in like such a unrealistic like such a a, a, a fl like a, a flamboyant way where he's biting the shrimp and then just sort of discarding it you know all over the place and two of those shrimp <laughs> tails fell in this box of cereal the company says uh send them to us no no so he got he he brings them to this lab to get them tested because his eyes like i saw the pictures it's their shrimp tails goes he thinks you know he's getting gaslit by this company who's like oh just send them to us like that's those aren't shrimp tails they're um it's just excess cinnamon sugar this can happen from time to time are you kidding me anyhow big deal then a bunch of his girlfriends come out and were like he was a terrible boyfriend he was you know verbally abusive oh my god he was like i'm not surprised that you know karma came back to bite him you know blah 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 like saying all these stories and like listen maybe he the guy's a bad boyfriend yeah maybe the guy's a bad boyfriend but does he deserve to choke on shrimp tails in his cereal <laughs> Are you, you know, some me? people, some people would say, yes, he does. That is uh, so, yeah. that is so absurd. Is it like, yeah. I know you're just hearing the story now, but isn't that absurd? The absurdity of finding shrimp tails or the absurdity of this man finding shrimp tails and then having people come out of the woodwork and be like, this guy is a piece of shit. Both. And then he, then he yeah. crawled into his, and he's married to Topanga. Topanga. <laughs> Daniel Danielle Fischel, or, uh, I, I don't know what her proper name is. Yeah, but yeah, I think you're right. She's Topanga. Yeah, isn't isn't that whole thing insane, dude? It, it is insane, and you know, to that point, like this is why Chuck Johnson is here today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, right. Thank like, you, Chuck. Just, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah, what, what I mean, when I tell you that story, I mean, where do you even start? Like how? Like that's like a categories. It's like if, if, if God exists, he's just putting things together, uh, you know, based on like categories or like uh, fill in the blank words, you know, that's His so random. Lives. It's a, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking of. It's a random Mad Lib world. And that's mad the example. Mad Libs of God. 
shrimp tails cereal topanga twitter topanga Topanga. (laughs) exactly (laughs) exactly insane well speaking of all all those random things let's uh let's get into wisconsin so chuck tell me about your hometown uh it's it's a place called racine wisconsin okay uh some people from there they say racine uh but then people will be like what are you saying racing and it's like no racine anyway uh it's 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 an interesting place you know you can thank it for your garbage disposals most people probably have an incinerator garbage disposal you can thank them for making sure your windows are clear a la windex i'm not sure if you use that or pledge or windex any of the- comes out of racine windex yes you know i'm not 100 percent sure they're made i think they're manufacturing there still i don't know but it's uh sc johnson's base there although it's funny they had to drop their name a family company because a little some bad stuff happened that proved they're not so much a family company oh no Um, like what like like when you say that when you say that i think incest like too much too too much of a family company you hit the nail on the head right there basically uh one of the sons of sam johnson basically was assaulting his younger stepdaughter for a few years yeah it's awful anyway yeah that's why when people are like, oh, the Johnsons are so great. I'm like, stop with that nonsense. They're terrible people. Like, should we should we take their vaccine though? Wrong Johnsons. Oh, okay. You should take <laughs> you should take those Johnsons vaccines. But uh, SC tough. Johnson versus Johnson and Johnson. Yes. Got totally it. different Johnsons. You know, actually, if I recall correctly. They were once cousins, but then they were like, no, we're not cousins. And so they were like, we're enemies. And so from that point, they stuck their feet in the ground and they were like, we are going to fight for this. And then SC Johnson's like, well, that's fine. I have my Carnuba wax and all these chemicals and I'm just going to make cleaning agents. And then J&J, they were like, okay, man, have fun with your cleaning agents. We know that healthcare is going to be expensive and we're going to make sure that we're going to get those prices to continue to skyrocket. And so in the end, we're going to be out on top anyway. And uh, I mean, it's interesting. It's still being written. But, it's interesting yeah. because if they hadn't, yeah, it's true. If they hadn't split, then they would have probably, uh, as relatives, been fucking each other. But now, uh, <laughs> based on your previous <laughs> pre- previous story, <laughs> but now that they're enemies, uh, it's an all-out war. Is what it seems like. Yeah, you can. For the yeah, Johnson name. Exposure. I'm completely making that up. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, Which yeah. part were you making up? The fight between the Johnsons. Oh, okay. And Johnson and Johnson. <laughs> Man, like a who three-way knows? battle between Johnson, Johnson, and Johnson. A three-way cage match just to yeah. see who's the cleanest and uh, the most vaccine. Uh, so, okay, SC Johnson is uh, stationed there. Do, yeah. do, a lot, do a lot of people yeah. find work at these uh these places coming out of like high school and college in the area or what you know probably 40 50 years ago yeah i'd say Mm -hmm. that obviously with uh the way things have gone over the past 30 40 years and stuff like i believe their manufacturing side has dwindled down uh there's more automation there's more automation or a lot more automation a lot more 
uh, stuff going down. I, I've always described it as like if the second SC Johnson leaves, Racine will become uh, the next Flint, Michigan. I truly believe that. I think really, yeah. I think they're they're propping it up. Another thing though that you people may be aware of when it comes to Racine, although this is technically Mount Pleasant. But the world's heard about it is the the great Foxconn debacle of the state of Wisconsin, where they the government seized people's homes. Granted, they they paid them under market value, probably, um, for to build this Foxconn plant that was expected to build. I think they projected thirteen thousand jobs. In the end, I think there's only about 700, 800 people working there, wow. uh, with no expectation to do it. But at the same time. They're expecting like highly skilled college level workers, but I'm thinking to myself where it's like I I can't imagine anyone wanting to go back there. You have to take right. college. Yeah, and you grew like, up there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's just it, the problem is there's all sorts of random stuff that pops up, but then nothing ever comes of it, and then it just sort of dies and fades away. Oh, that's like, racing. You mean like the <laughs> that's racing? You mean like the government? <laughs> tries to bring in you know job opportunities and there's a lot of promise like this foxconn plant uh you know we're going to give thousands and thousands of jobs and then in the act of doing it in the execution it falls short of expectations oh no it's beyond that there's way more levels of corruption stuff like that it was all Uh, like i can go down my tinfoil hat rabbit hole if you want but ultimately that that was done by Scott Walker to prop up Donald Trump to make it seem like he's bringing jobs to America. But in oh. the end, Scott Walker just used the people of Mount Pleasant and Racine as props to be able to try and support that fucking Cheeto guy. And then okay. uh, ultimately just sold the state out because they were going to get billions in tax credits. Fortunately, the current governor has rescinded those credits because they haven't met the markers for earning it. But in the end, the damage is done. That, that town's uh ratings bonds have been downgraded by ratings agencies they're like hey these people can't pay their shit back because they paid all this money to do this but they're not getting any income from all these so scott scott walker is is who piece of shit right yeah yeah but what is who who is he like what's his official title uh former governor okay so scott walker was the former governor of wisconsin but while he was there he went or uh, basically said to homeowners in a certain area give up your home for less than market value because we are going to create uh this plethora yeah. of jobs and then he didn't deliver he didn't deliver no not at all that yeah, is and honestly, so terrible that's the thing that that doesn't that's not exclusive to wisconsin that's everywhere look at california where we're at right now yeah. okay like the, the bullet train are you familiar with that there's the there's there's the bullet train they use eminent domain to take over people's property and everything like that what in the end we're paying billions of dollars to have a train go from bakersfield to merced who the hell is going to be taking that (laughs) anyway good point no i mean excellent point excellent point and you know what speaking of rezoning speaking of uh government (laughs) oversight i want to get into this segment we call it headlines it's a fan favorite uh, it's a friend favorite. I, I love it. So I'm going to read a headline. We'll determine whether it's from your home state of Wisconsin or Florida through multiple rounds of guessing. Uh, so in the first round, 
we will you will start by saying you know why this is happening in wisconsin what reasons it's happening in wisconsin then i'll say why it's happening in florida and then the next round is why could this never happen in wisconsin and then i'll say why could this never happen in florida and then uh, you will go ahead and guess and uh all right uh would you like to let's let's make some stakes here if uh if you okay. guess okay. how about it if you guess incorrectly you have to uh you have to give me one uh milking cow beer okay i got you i got a, i got a 12er in the cabinet right next to me all right great well let's make it let's make it a six pack then let's make it a Ooh, six pack. that's a, a tall order <laughs> Sounds like gold out here, man. Okay, <laughs> what, how about right. two? two okay, two. two two beers. But yeah. uh, but if you get it right, then uh, what what could I what could I offer you? I don't know, just a hug from a friend. <laughs> <laughs> After a this vac- COVID year, that's all I need. A vaccinated rose. Okay, no, here- I want you to let me cough in your mouth. That's no. what I want. I don't want that though. Don't okay. don't do that. Yeah, it's not what a you hug. want. It's what I want. Oh God. I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. How about a hug? How about a hug? Let's do that. That works. <laughs> okay, a hug. A hug versus two beers. Okay. Okay. This is the this is the headline, and I'll, I'll read a, a a brief snippet of the article. Wait, time out. Is this exclusive? Is this Racine headlines or just Wisconsin as a whole? This either happened in the state of Florida. Okay. Or it the happened state of Wisconsin. In, or it happened in the state of Wisconsin. Perfect. Let's do it. Okay. This is the headline. Popular brewery fighting developers plan to rezone property. A developer wants to rezone the property where the brewery operates from commercial to multifamily use. This would allow the developer to build a new apartment complex. Uh, That is the headline. Popular brewery fighting developers plan to rezone property. Now, why uh, do you see this happening in Wisconsin? I mean, one breweries. <laughs> that's the first because, thing I can because there are so many. That. There, there are a decent amount. I think that's a misconception. I think people are like, "There's a brewery on every corner." That's not necessarily the case. There are a lot of breweries, but I do think that there are there are enough breweries in certain areas where I could see you're you're saying like in the surrounding area they're trying to get like a plot of land rezoned or are they trying to get the brewers anyway maybe i'm overthinking that but yeah there are a lot of breweries and areas that i could see being rezoned uh because because of but it would be a benefit to the brewery if next door they were like hey we want to build an apartment complex they'd be like great come on down and then yeah but aren't there certain in certain states you can't have a a brewery or bar too close to a family area or like a, a, a school, right? Aren't there those, those sorts of things or do, do those laws sort of not apply to Wisconsin because it's such a big, such a great, you know, beer state, right? Yeah. yeah I think, you know, it's a valid point. However, and you know, I could have swore I've like gone in the bars like across the street from a school really Uh, (laughs) yeah i mean there's a bar like a block and a half away from my high school growing up okay whoa 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 whoa. what's the hold up it's ad time oh yeah it's ad time and let the good time roll you know since 2015 totally good time has been making pop culture street style inspired by the 90s 2000s and niche entertainment favorites well what do they got 
how about bringing on Toro Sweatsuit? Check. Empire Records staff tee for Rex Manning Day? Check. New Girl True American hoodie that features the design as the gameplay? One, two, three, four. Check. Now go ahead and check out all of the original pop culture goods over at totallygoodtime.com. That's totallygoodtime.com. And use code FLORIDAVERSUS15 for 15% off your order today. That's code F-L-O-R-I-D-A-V-S-1-5 for 15% off your order today. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Add time. Um, there's a ton of, there's a ton, I mean, sure there's a ton of bars. Are there a ton of breweries too, like in Wisconsin? Yeah, there's a decent amount. You got Lakefront Brewery, New Glarus Brewery. And a, there was, it's really aging myself, but there was, there, there was a brief period of time where there was one called Horny Goat. That doesn't exist and it was terrible. The only uh, reason people liked it is they had volleyball courts. Uh, there's <laughs> uh, Line and Kugel. However, I believe Ooh. Miller Coors bought them. There yeah. is, like, you, you can find them any which way. Uh, okay. But yeah, there's a decent amount. Okay. Okay. The reason I think this happened in Florida is because, you know, I think, you know, the more I talk to people, the more I, especially during the pandemic, I realized, and I've echoed this, that for so long, these small towns have been developing themselves to create an atmosphere to compete with major cities, whereas major cities or like, you know, cities are kind of like the land is being bought up, you know, like in Los Angeles, the land is being bought up and it's turned into like luxury apartments or like apartment houses or, you know, or housing developments and stuff like that, where, you know, the suburbs are switching with the cities. And it's very, uh, it's very interesting to see who, you know, where everybody goes post-pandemic where they moved to especially with the recent news of the you know the um population going down in america yeah so you mean california uh with california and america in general like um we've actually decreased in population yeah no yes yes you're saying more people died than were born this last year uh I think based on the census information, they said that it's not increase the uh, the population is not increasing at the rate that it was, but it's so, increasing. Right, it's slowing. Right, it's deep slowing. Deep I should say that it's slowing. Right. It's slowing. That's a semantic thing. Maybe I'm a tool bag. And and I think no, no, no. You're you're right to think that. And so, I think, I think that there are so many things. There's so many people building places that they just kind of get caught up with it and i could see this happening in florida where somebody's thinking oh well i'm you know i i own this land i don't want to have to maintain anything let, let me just rent it out or whatever or you know build a house on it and then sell it rather than create anything for the community or have any sort of personality to own your own business you know i feel like yeah. the the most popular business in the United States and maybe it's always been this way has been real estate. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It always has been. And it probably always will be. And, and literally, you know, a good percent, I mean, a close to 40%. I'm just saying that 
of people that I knew in high school are real estate agents now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they weren't always. Uh, yeah. But, you know, maybe it's a good maybe it's a good racket to get in. All right. So for you, why do you think this could not have happened in Wisconsin? That's the thing. It's the headlines too plausible. I can't even go down that road. It sounds like, of course, that happened in Wisconsin. Uh, I guess if I were to put my finger on it, not happening in Wisconsin purely because I, sorry, remind me of the headline again, apartment right. developer trying to get land rezoned. I'll, I'll read it. it. I'll read it for you again. Popular okay. brewery fighting developers plan to rezone property. And it went on to say developer wants to rezone the property where the brewery operates from commercial to multifamily use. This would, allow, so, this would allow so the, the developer to build a new apartment complex. Okay, so this developer is the landowner for the commercial entity. Is that what it is? Apparently. Okay. Uh, honestly, yeah, that wouldn't have happened in Wisconsin purely because no developer would change the 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 a building like that. They'd be like, "Oh, brewery? <laughs> no, it's cool. Like, we don't it. need people. We need more beer." <laughs> we don't need more people is. we need more beer i think that's what yeah. the founding father said i think that's in the constitution oh yeah no it's 100 when you go on the miller tour in miller valley in big letters it says no more people more beer but it's spelled <laughs> m-o-a-r so they were ahead of their time uh, yeah i so of all the companies and uh you know exports uh in wisconsin obviously we've got beer but what you know and breweries and they're celebrated in the way that you're describing what you know obviously what what else is uh wisconsin known for it's the dairy right oh, oh the dairy first and foremost everyone's like wisconsin oh do you like cheese like yeah <laughs> i do like who doesn't yeah except for vegans uh yeah well yeah obviously dairy i mean do we do we cover ginseng? Did I discuss ginseng? No, maybe. Yeah, we talked about ginseng. How, we talked oh, about that's ginseng. right. Yeah, we talked about ginseng, how it's yeah, yeah. delicacy in some countries. Yeah, there's ginseng. Uh, what else do we got? I guess I could say cheese curds, but that falls in the dairy line. Obviously. But what beer. makes it? Why sausages. is it such? Oh. Johnsonville sausages. Wow, right Johnsonville? That is where Johnsonville exists. Uh, kidding. Wow. No, it's outside of Sheboygan, I think. Um but uh well yeah, let we, me tell me this what makes cheese such a important part of the wisconsin landscape i just there's just dairy land here's the thing though it's like it's not so many dairy farms as there are corn farms i think mm -hmm. if you drive around you'll find it and obviously there's the dairy farms and honestly the conglomerates are taking over the small mom pie dairy farms anyway um but Ultimately, it's like some of the best cheese I've had has come from Racine. Shout out the Hooks Cheddar. What up? Uh, <laughs> but why? Why do you find? Why do you find so much cheese there? You know, I, it's just it's yeah, it's a good landscape to breed cows for milking. Yeah, uh, you know what? I honestly couldn't put my finger on it. I think ultimately, it's just there's lots of land, lots of space for cows, and then yeah, we just we're the dairy land. It's a good yeah. point. Yeah, there's space for it. There's space yeah, yeah. for it. And there's also space in, in the central 
valley in California, though. Like, I'm sure you've driven along the five and <laughs> driven past that. So when people say happy cows from, come from California, I just always say it's like, yeah, why don't you drive around uh, <laughs> the five and you tell me what you think about that. Would you say um, that the cows are happier in Wisconsin? Oh, million percent. Are they colder? <laughs> sure, but they have fur, so it doesn't matter. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've I've always said happier cows come from Wisconsin. That's why the dairy tastes great. There's nothing like it's been so long since I've had milk from the state fair, and it's just so good. Ugh. Is it uh, is it unfiltered? What you know, or or ha- uh, what, what, what's I the would difference? Love un- if you could get your hands on unpasteurized milk, that'd be great. But again, <laughs> government steps in. They say you can't really buy that. Meanwhile, the farmer's like, no, let them have it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, it, it is pasteurized if you're getting it from the state fair. If it's um, if it's unpasteurized milk, is there a chance that there could be blood in it? Yeah, there might be. I think. Oh, okay. I, I don't think people buy that jar. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'd see it. it. You'd see it. Yeah. You'd see it. And be like, I don't want that one. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, although I like, I can promise you, there are probably some people who are like, "Ooh, give me that one." Uh, yeah. Okay, so uh, here's me. Why did this uh, happen in Florida? You know, I think this happened in Florida because of, um, you know, just the fact that it's such a confusing place. And there are such a such a strange amalgamation of neighbors that you will have work, you know, living there. and you know people don't really know their neighbors as well as the way you're describing wisconsin people know their neighbors and so yeah so a land developer yeah i want you know could would definitely come in brash saying i want to build you know more family apartments here this brewery that's been here should get out of here it's it's of it's of no consequence to me and that is, you know, unfriendly, unneighborly, but more than anything, it's, it's selfish. And I, I can see a lot of people that own businesses or own land in Florida as selfish people. I can't say that for other, other states because I just don't know. But based on my experience in Florida, I would say, yeah, they're selfish. And they're like, oh, well, you know, I, I run a competitive business, which is real estate. Anything that gets in the way, I don't care about it. I don't care if there's a popular brewery that people have been going to for years. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's got to get out of here because it's getting in the way of my bottom line. And that's, you know, that's another theme that we've been talking about is the humanity of it. It's like, all right, yeah. well, you know, why don't you do some research? Don't force this brewery to, to rezone, you know, based on the in, little information that we know, just based on the headline and the quick log line you know if it's if 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 there's something good for the community shouldn't it last and you know uh shouldn't shouldn't it be able to stick around it's unfortunate yeah i mean like there's a lot to unpack there i think like again like humanity and everything like that also like humanity part of humanity is one has like the need to treat people with kindness or at least i think so but the other side of it is is like the need for just uh self-sustaining and being able to like provide for yourself so it's like i can see the duality that goes on between both of the 
uh, these ideas where it's like oh, someone, they own land, they want to do something different, but then there's mm. the other side where it's like, oh, these, these people have been here, they need to, they want to stay, anyway. Yeah. Um, but in a way you could say like, isn't it more humane to say it's like, we want to house people rather than make beer. That's another flip side to it. Let's say there's a housing shortage. Would you rather have a brewery or 15 apartments? It's See, the other flip side. That's an interesting point. I would say, you know, I, I consider places like breweries, places like gyms, places like uh, restaurants uh, and churches, like churches. This is where people gather. This is where people come together. And yeah. in 2021, there are so few places, record stores, music venues, there's so few places where we can all come together and congregate. And I think those places are more important than, uh, than luxury housing, quote unquote, or, uh, you know, housing in general. It, it's, it's more important to have those places where people can meet outside of their homes uh, because that's, that's more personal. So for me, uh, I, I would, I would prefer a brewery or any other place where people can gather other than uh, over housing. For sure. No, I get that. Like I said, I get both sides of that coin. I think like that's a totally fair point. Where um, do you think it, where do you think this took place? Did this take place in Florida or did it take place in Wisconsin? Yeah, I'm going to say Florida. Easy. I, I cannot see a place being like, let's get rid of this brewery. And make that, <laughs> that is correct. This happened. Coming in, in for the big ones. Soon. Dang, gonna give gonna <laughs> give me a big hug. Uh yeah, this happened in Tampa, Florida. And that neighbors are fighting right. for it. Yeah. A lot of interesting things happening in Tampa. But let's uh let's get into the final segment here. Uh do one last thing, one good thing. If I'm dropped in race scene. Wisconsin. What's what's one thing that I should know about? Should I equip myself with? Uh, should I keep my head on a swivel and look out for or avoid? What's uh, one good thing? When, what's one last thing? What's one good thing to know uh, about racing? Uh, one good thing. Best Kringle you'll ever get in the world. Uh, so grab yourself some Kringle from O&H Bakery. If you if you live near a Trader Joe's, you can probably find the pecan one, but screw that. That stuff is trash. You what is a cranberry or a cherry? It's a it's a pastry. It's an oval shaped pastry that's like there's no center. It's like a uh, think of it like a really large Danish without a center, but filled with stuff. It's great. Like a donut? A, a very thin donut. It's not fried. Uh, it's what? Describe what's a I don't even know what a Kringle is. What's a Kringle? It, a Kringle is a pastry that's in an oval shape, uh, and it's filled with any sort of concoction around the holiday time. You can get like red velvet and vanilla. Like you can get cherry, raspberry, pecan. Uh, did I say raspberry? You did say uh, I think they they might have a cinnamon one, but that's just trash. Uh, there's. <laughs> So a, yeah. a Kringle, I've never seen a Kringle or eaten one in my life, but you're describing it as a oval yes. with a filling and there's a yes. hole in the middle. It sounds like it's the shape of a football, but there's, yeah. it's, but it's hollow. Yeah. Like you could stick your finger through it. Yeah. However, yeah. So, it's like a, 
Think of it this way. Like, do you, when you were a kid, did you have Hot Wheels and like a little Hot Wheel track? Yeah. So, so imagine if you put the Hot Wheel track in the shape of like Daytona. That okay. is what, that track, that is the Kringle. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> that is the track. There's no center. It, the track is the Kringle and in the Got middle it. of it is your filling. So it sounds like a, a hula hoop you can eat. Yes. A hula hoop <laughs> you can eat. That's the best descriptor I think I've heard. How big, how big do they go? Uh, I believe it's about 12 inches diameter. Okay. No, wait. Sorry. Yeah. Diameter. Diameter is across, right? Circumference is around. Radius is half. Di- yeah. Yeah. 12 inches in diameter. Okay. Yeah. Using uh, some of that so- knowledge I learned from racing <laughs> grade schools. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to go to O&H Bakery and get a Kringle. Yeah. And raspberry is your favorite? Raspberry cherry. Uh, okay. I'm not sure if it's still open, but swing by, get a burger at QB's. QB's, good burger place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And generally, if I'm walking down the street, am I, uh, am I, uh, do you think I'll have a conversation with a stranger? Not particularly, but no. like, <laughs> you might. Could I, I ask for directions? Could I ask for directions or would that be, uh, you know, that'd be weird. Yeah. You know, you could. Here's the thing. Like, Racine is a very strange place. And now it's like, yeah, there's the city aspect of it. But then it's also very burbish where, mm. like, they're just just homes and stuff. So it's, yeah, you could easily ask for directions. You get a friendly response by saying where to go. I don't think you'd be met with resistance. Uh, Great. Anything, yeah, to, really, anything to avoid? Uh, uh, honestly, just in, in general. <laughs> <laughs> just the city in general <laughs> <laughs> there's no need to go there's there's you're not missing anything it's literally just yeah i mean besides the kringle and the cupy burger yeah i guess i mean here's the thing it was formative was it fun growing up sure it's i think the way willem defoe speaks of his hometown from wisconsin by the way is sort of the way i speak of my hometown where it's like you live to escape if <laughs> you want to get out and never look back. I think it's it's a unique place, but I ultimately I'm glad I was raised there for a period, but then I'm glad I don't live there because the best thing for me was like experiencing the world outside of the confines of just that town. Even even leaving for high school, like I left when I went to high school and that was an eye opener. And from that point, I was like, I don't want to be from this place. This place is awful. Like I accept it. I, I know it's part of my history, but it's, yeah, it's just, but a safe people a move safe, on a safe place to grow up. I mean, I honestly wouldn't call it that now either. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say I'm pretty damaged if, <laughs> if uh, I had to say so. Um, a place to grow up and a place to leave exactly yeah that's probably the best way to put it um, fantastic well chuck i can't wait to visit racine get a burger get some yeah. kringle and yeah. uh thanks so much for coming on the podcast i really really appreciate uh all your time man yeah it's my pleasure uh yeah don't forget july 16th space jam a new legacy Check it out. <laughs> we we will and we'd also like to <laughs> this has been florida versus flirting thanks for listening i'd like to thank my producers mike gina justin collier kelvin dawn Susie, Lindsay, peter allison p kevin lauren s my name is peter murphy your host i'll talk to you next time
Bye.